welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Sunday. I'm your host, Buck Rising, from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. It's Car Care Month at Two Rivers Ford. You need to get out there before April 30th and save 10% off your service. Their award-winning service department will take care of you just as they take care of me. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You need to be getting in on all the action. I was in Florida this weekend. Florida has not yet legalized sports gambling. I did not realize that I couldn't make bets outside of Tennessee, and I was very disheartened because Jack Gentry was busy making people money with the best bets. 10-2 and Jack Gentry is on his DraftKings best bets. Making money with the promo code A to Z Sports. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. That's where you go for the official real estate agent of the Vibe in Nashville Predators of the Tennessee Titans and of A to Z Sports Primetime. And of course, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. Okay, let's spend some time on what we watched on Saturday. Now, I was traveling this weekend, so I watched the orange and white game today. It's the first time that I've DVR'd a spring game and intentionally set out to watch a DVR'd spring game. And what I saw, though, I was pleasantly surprised. Now, listen, I understand that these spring practices, these spring games, these spring scrimmages, they're for the fans, right? The format is different than a traditional football game. You're not really seeing a ton of scheme, and you're not really seeing necessarily what the depth chart may look like, right? There's This is practice number 15 for all intents and purposes, and they're basically still working different manipulations of offensive line, defensive line rotations, who's going to be starting in the secondary. God knows who's going to be playing at linebacker once the actual season begins. But we did see one thing, at least to my eye, that really caught my attention. I want to know from you guys on the in the comment section on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. What's your biggest takeaway from the Vols Orange and White game this Saturday at Neyland Stadium? Let me know in the comment section, please, if you would be so kind. What you took away from this weekend's football? What was your biggest takeaway from the Vols Orange and White game? Over the weekend, your Two Rivers Ford take. While you guys give me that, I'll tell you about the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Because I told you, it's car care month. Go to tworiversford.com. Look, I'm going to literally show you how easy it is to get the coupon for 10% off your service. You go to tworiversford.com. You type in their award-winning service department. You can save your service coupon for 10% off right to your Apple wallet. It's just that easy. You screenshot this. You save it on your phone. You pull it up at the dealership and you show them a picture. They're going to hook you up now until April 30th because they pride themselves on not just award-winning sales staff, a non-commissioned sales staff, but an award-winning service department as well. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Looked at me like the kids were having fun, says Kyle Cross. Well, thank God it's uh, practice 15 if they're miserable now. God only knows what it'll look like. So that, that is a good development. Yes, indeed. Evan C. White 97 on Periscope says tempo and freedom were great to see. Uh, Michael McDonald uh, says, how was Florida Buck and El Boogie 808 laughs Says I did make my flight. Yes, 
I was in Florida for about a day and a half, two days, probably about two days total. Um, and barely made my flight down there on Sunday, barely made it back, or excuse me, flight down there on Friday, barely made it back today, in fact, but that's a story for another day. Maybe I'll tell it on the radio show where we have a little more time to get into details. Uh, offense looks so good, or offense looked good, says Jeff Sawyer. Not so much on defense. Yeah, I think I think that's really, you know, we were all going in into this thing with the expectation that defense, you know, you almost, you almost can't attribute anything to learn from what the defensive side of the ball is going to look like in the scrimmage because they barely had enough players to, uh, to field the scrimmage. I mean, the the inside linebacker situation is is problematic. Um, you still don't know what your secondary exactly is going to look like. You feel a pretty good about your safeties, at least. But the defensive line, the linebackers, uh, it's it's really a cast of of ca- a cast of characters. Now the defensive line returning a lot of snaps, so you hope that there will be growth from that position. But at this point, you still don't know who's going to be running the defense from the inside, and so you kind of discounted the performance that you saw on defense and they all, they made the offense look really, really good. Mason says they look like a big 12 team possibly found the better QB says Puka. That's interesting because, you know, Joe, Joe Milton, the Michigan transfer, uh, everybody was pretty, you know, not, maybe not ever. I won't, I won't speak for everybody, but I'll say it felt like there was a fair amount of skepticism about what bringing a quarterback in at this late stage could do, but you saw how well, Hendon Hooker, Brian Maurer, Harrison Bailey all performed. I think it is interesting to see who's going to end up, and we'll spend some more time on the quarterbacks later on, but I think it was interesting to see how each one of them performed, understanding that the stipulations of this were different from what a, a Saturday football game will be like. Blackout Jones says the offensive line did a good job. QB and wide receiver play was crispy, says Dom Odell. Ooh, I like crispy. You like, you like to see crispness from your quarterback's and wide receivers. It will be running back by committee. Bailey is clearly the front runner. So that that's an interesting conversation. Hang on to that comment, Don, because we'll come back to that here momentarily when we talk about the quarterbacks, because I, I was surprised with, I mean, Harrison Bailey looked great. I wasn't surprised by Harrison Bailey looking great. I was surprised by what percentage of the snaps, I guess, that he got. And I'll explain more about that later. But in the meantime, from my perspective, the thing that I saw in the orange and white game was the thing that David Ubbin, who will be on my radio show tomorrow um, on 104.5 The Zone, to recap this, the thing that David Ubbin pointed out in The Athletic that really, really struck me. Now, the orange team won 42-37. to 37. The offense, though, understanding what uh, – I forget who the commenter on YouTube was that said the offense looked like a Big 12 team, but it, it, it did, really. The offense managed – they had five plays longer – then 29 yards, so 29-plus uh, yards. They had five plays throughout the course of the game. Now, that came against a poor defense. That came against a defense that's lost a, bu- lost a bunch of players That uh, that's really unsettled based on transfer portal losses and guys who are still hovering out there. Um, but the offense did that, at least. 13 passes in 10 games last year, longer than 30 yards. That's what Tennessee did. So 13 passes in all of their 10 games last year. Saturday's five plays of 29 plus yards came in just 47 attempts. So that was really my biggest takeaway is the big play offense under Josh Heupel. Now, again, we we are grading on a scale of a defense that we have no earthly idea what it could possibly look like in its final form on day 15 or practice 15 
based on where we are right now. But at this point, I was very, very engaged with what I saw on the offensive side of the football, even if it is just a spring spring game. But I understand that even more so, it was interesting that it kept my attention because it was just a spring game. It normally would not. I normally would not sit there and pay attention that closely, but the offense is the thing that Heupel and the quarterbacks, that's the thing that Heupel is going to have the most pressure on himself and on him by the fan base, on him by all of the people who will cover Tennessee, ourselves included. Uh, That will be where the largest amount of scrutiny is. And so far on his first televised performance, understanding that it's a spring game, they really did perform well. I was pleasantly surprised by that. What stood out most to you? For me, it was the big plays in the offense. Uh, Outside of that, I'd be curious to know what you guys think on Facebook Live, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch TV, if you would be so kind as to let me know here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. While you guys do that, I'll tell you quickly about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app will play. It will play something uh, at the end of the show for the heat check. Uh, We'll play something for you from last week's DraftKings recommended wager. This week, though, it's NFL Draft Week. For some, the draft is the most exciting day of the season. For for others, it's a chance to build on last year's success. Whether your team has the first pick or the last, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing the excitement to you. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is adding to the thrill of the draft with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. If a quarterback is drafted first overall on Thursday night, it's just that simple. Trevor Lawrence, the forgotten man, somehow, who's going to be the first overall pick, if a quarterback goes first, which we all assume Trevor Lawrence will go first to Jacksonville, you make $100 in free bets. Turning $1 into $100 in free bets is simple. All you have to do is place a wager on any draft day outcome and you will be eligible to win $100 in free bets if a quarterback is selected first overall. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code A2ZSports when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is letting you turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a quarterback is simply selected first overall this Thursday night. Don't forget, enter code A to Z sports during signup only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Tennessee only. Winnings paid out in free bets. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. The fine folks at DraftKings Sportsbook making it so easy for you to get out there and cash in some big money in free bets. What did you see that you liked the most. Thanks for the Sunday night content. Hard to come by, says Zach Kelly. Well, good news for you. We're here every Sunday to Thursday night, and we are happy to be doing so. What are the odds that the UT defense is not dumpster juice this week? Or, excuse me, this year, says Justin. I mean, listen, I'm totally expecting them to look minor league on defense. I'm totally expecting the offense, even when the defense gets to a place in recruiting, uh, from a talent standpoint, where they can keep up, I still expect them to look more like a Big 12 team than an SEC team because that's the way that SEC teams are trending. Look at Lane Kiffin. Look at Alabama. I mean, LSU, for God's sakes, and understanding that they had Joe Burrow and the first overall, a first overall draft pick at quarterback makes it a lot easier to do. But this is the way that the, it's like the Mandalorian. This is the way offensive football 
is trending this way, defenses are, you know, put at a disadvantage because of it. Uh, Blake Bortles should still be the starter for Jacksonville, says Evan C1. Yeah, RIP to the boat. Uh, you know, not really. He didn't pass away, I'm just saying, like his career. <laughs> no second guesses. Harrison Bailey is the best QB on the roster, says John Daniel London. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. College football should scrimmage against another team, just like the NFL, so that they can see what they have, says Jeffrey Sims. I, I don't disagree. I really liked it's the only thing in my life that I think me and Mike Gundy have agreed upon is that there essentially should be a preseason for college football teams so you could get a better gauge. But, you know, you want to be careful with injuries. You want to be careful with travel. Uh, you know, who? how's the revenue split working in that situation? Like it is a uh, it's it's something that uh, something that you will uh, something that will take some fine tuning. Greg wants to know, where did I go in Florida? Well, I went to uh, I went to Fort Lauderdale and it was very lovely. I was happy to be down there. A little pre-draft getaway. Uh, for your boy. Bailey isn't dead, says Andrew Drolbin. Yes, indeed. He is quite alive. And right now, he seems to be pretty comfortable uh, working his way on that quarterback depth chart because for a while, I thought he was going to be the odd man out. I'll explain to you what I mean by that in a second uh, because I'm going to ask you guys the question, who uh, who looked better on Saturday? Was it Harrison Bailey, Hendon Hooker, or Brian Maurer? Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube and Twitch TV of the Vols quarterbacks who looked better on Saturday in the orange and white game. Let me know in the comment section on Facebook live across the streaming sports network that we have here on A to Z sports, which of those three quarterbacks hooker Bailey Maurer looked better, performed better from that standpoint. Dom Odell says one Bailey, two Maurer, three hooker, which is interesting because I think a lot of people were looking for Hendon hooker to kind of step up, right? That was the expectation. Hell, it's the expectation that he was going to be the starter under Josh Heupel, given the time that Heupel spent recruiting him, obviously him transferring from Virginia Tech. While you guys give me your responses about the quarterbacks, I'll tell you about the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the big man, Gary Ashton, the person who put me in my dream address without the stress. GaryAshton.com is where you go. They are in the Middle Tennessee community. They are working for the Middle Tennessee community, not just to find you your dream place, but to make sure that if you are in the market to sell your home with all of the people who are moving to Middle Tennessee, that you sell for more with the Gary Ashton team. They'll take you through the process. It was stressful to think about on my own. And then the Ashton team came in and helped me and made it much, much smoother without question. Do the right thing. Shop with the right people. And make sure that you're comparing prices if you're in the market to sell with the best in the business at GaryAshton.com. Which of those three quarterbacks, Maurer, Bailey, uh, Hooker, did you think performed the best on Saturday? Uh, let us see. Bailey looked the best. Not shocked, though. Fourth all-time in Georgia QB history will be the best option in the fall. Harrison all day. Colin agrees. B groom one. On Periscope, uh, Stacy Wills on Facebook, uh, <laughs> Puka says, Bailey, and also he reminds me of Bailey's Irish cream. So perhaps a little uh, Bailey's in your coffee whilst watching Tennessee football orange and white game. Absolutely, Bailey. He is QB1, says C. Smith. Kayan, uh, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing your first name, Kayan Barford, uh, or Cayenne. I'm not sure. I if it was Cayenne, that'd be spicy. I'd like that. Uh, H. H. Bailey says Jeff Sawyer. Buddy Walker agrees. So it is basically by consensus at this point, Harrison Bailey. I, too, thought that Harrison Bailey looked quite comfortable, quite competent. And this was, it's not that I 
didn't expect him to perform well. But just based on like, if we go, if we break it down by yardage, if we break it down by what part of the field that he was throwing to. Okay, between zero and five yards, Harrison Bailey, three for three, 20 yards. Between five and 15 yards, three for five, 32 yards. Here's the kicker and why I was so intrigued and so cap captivated by the offense. On plays of 15 plus yards, he was five for five, 203 yards, a touchdown. Six of seven, 111, and a touchdown throwing to the left side of the field. Right side, five for five, 130 yards. Middle of the field, one for two, 24 yards. And there was a pass interference penalty as well. They had a, they had a screen. He was uh, perfect, four for four on third downs. Had a couple of uh, a scramble, uh, a couple of scrambles. Nothing crazy, nothing over the top like you would see from uh, obviously Brian Maurer at about forty yards rushing. Uh, you saw, um, you saw Harris. Excuse me. You saw Hendon Hooker move around a little bit. He had a rushing touchdown as well. But Harrison Bailey looked of all of the quarterbacks. And again, I don't know why I'm surprised by this, um, but I was a little surprised to see him as comfortable. And to see them as a coaching staff as comfortable with Bailey as I was. Now, I shouldn't be, right? The expectation should be for a coaching staff, if they are truly competent at their job, for a coaching staff to come in and find ways to maximize the talent of their most talented players at the positions. Quarterback, more than any of them. I think Harrison Bailey, we don't know anything about Caden Salter yet. We'll see what happens. What, uh, what comes of Joe Milton, I'm not entirely sure. But Harrison Bailey looked very, very competent, very, very comfortable. Again, not schemed up. Defenses are different right now. The defense is different right now. You, you, may, you must hope that the defense will continue uh, to improve and will continue to grow based on what we saw because, of course, they are in, a, uh, they are in an unenviable, unenviable position. But Harrison Bailey... Uh, really, really popped to me. Some people were saying Hooker looked like Garantano. I wouldn't go that far at all. Vols fans are so emotional. Man, JG just can't get a break. I saw you guys, or not, maybe not you guys in particular. I won't lump all of you in together, but I saw a lot of all Twitter chirping about JG because he threw an interception on, uh, he's at Eastern Washington now. In their spring game, his first pass was an interception, and I saw Vol Twitter absolutely explode. Uh, Garantan, you know, excuse me, uh, for is it Washington State or is he at Eastern Washington? Jeff Sawyer, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it's it's Eastern Washington. Garantano threw an interception, first pass play for uh, this weekend. Go figure. Yeah, you guys are vicious. Poor poor JG man. All he did all he did was try and play quarterback for. Uh, all he did was try and play quarterback for Tennessee. You know, not not good, but it was uh, at least the effort was there. He was here forever. Washington State. Okay, my bad. You guys have it right. Washington State is the correct answer. Thank you guys for uh, correcting me here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Harrison Bailey, though, I I want to see them try and do as much as humanly possible with him because I I think that the thing that Tennessee has the greatest advantage in right now, if you're talking about like heading into SEC play, right? Where is the best place that Tennessee can compete? And I think, oddly enough, given all their struggles on offense last year, I think that wide receiver is a uh, uh, is a very uh, is a very very um, strong position. Oh, we do have news from uh, from Ian Rappaport 
that Texas Sports 1015 has brought to the table three minutes ago. Some breaking news. I know this is a college football show that we're doing right now, but it counts because it's NFL Draft Week. So I'm going to inform you quickly from Ian Rappaport. As the 49ers close in on their decision of which quarterback to take at number three, sources say they are down to two prospects. And the belief is those two are Bama quarterback Mac Jones, which we knew, and North Dakota State University quarterback Trey Lance at third overall. Several sources say the focus does appear to have shifted to those two. So we'll get into draft rumors. We'll talk a lot about this on the radio show tomorrow. We'll talk a lot about this over the course on primetime. Teron Davenport of ESPN is going to be on with me on the 615 Sessions podcast, and we're going to do a full draft preview then. It'll be a lot of fun, a bunch of good information. TD kills it. But uh, something to keep an eye on, Mac Jones and Trey Lance, not Justin Fields. Very, very interesting. Thank you, Texas Sports 1015, for bringing that breaking news to my attention. Interesting. We'll see if any other teams move around in the first round of the NFL draft before Thursday finally gets here. But in the meantime, Harrison Bailey looked the best on Saturday. Harrison Bailey, I think, has a has the best chance at securing a roster spot um, at this point, understanding that when they brought in Joe Milton, the depth at quarterback it's there are too many players. They're going to shed one, if not two, before uh, before we get underway in the fall. And I thought for a while that might be Harrison Bailey, just based on what we have seen Heupel previously run. But it makes me confident, makes me more confident in Josh Heupel as a coach, knowing that he has been able to make Harrison Bailey comfortable and seeing how good Harrison Bailey looked on Saturday. Let's move on. Let's finish the show. Let's talk about the Tennessee Heating and Cooling Heat Check here on A to Z Sports Primetime, the thing that we do every Sunday night so you guys know how this goes. Who got hot? Who cooled off in sports this weekend? Let me know in the comments section on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, and on Twitch TV. Who got hot? Who cooled off this weekend in sports? You could nominate Harrison Bailey. You could nominate... Uh, the, ten- the the Tennessee quarterback, you could nominate uh, Kamaru Usman, who just absolutely devastated Jorge Masvidal over the weekend. Harrison Bailey has committed to Tennessee for years. He is in. He has loved too much in Tennessee, says Seth Kegel. Who got hot? Who cooled off in sports next week? I think you have to say the Raiders cooled off with their tweet. Yeah, that's been a minute, but as far as I know, it's still out there. Um, which is just. A whole different situation that I'm not going to get. I'm not. A, I'm not going to get into that tonight. I don't have the energy. <laughs> Usman says Evan C. White. You watched the fight. I did watch the fight. I, I watched it just long enough to see Jorge Masvidal get just crushed. Uh, and I'll play. I'll play um, something for you here in a second. Uh, Hooker got ice cold. Says Jesse Norwood. Bron cooled off with his tweet. Says Charles Hardaway. He did. Uh, he did delete a tweet over the weekend. I did hear. Uh, news of that, but I did not. I do not know the contents of the tweet, Charles. So perhaps if you could provide us a little more context. Anyway, while you guys are giving us heat check candidates, I will tell you about the parent company of Tennessee Heating and Cooling, Brymac Mechanical. B R Y M A K. That's Brymac.com. That's where you go for commercial HVAC on the Brymac side, or for residential AC for your home, uh, where Tennessee Heating and Cooling resides. Brymac Mechanical will take care of you on both both fronts 
and promise your satisfaction guaranteed. No matter what kind of HVAC service they are giving to you, they are performing to you, they will do so, and they will do so with great haste and with great efficiency because of their three locations here in Middle Tennessee and in Kentucky as well. Brymac.com, B-R-Y-M-A-K, that's Brymac Mechanical. Who got hot? Who cooled off in sports this week? Uh, Evan C. White says he's proud of me. Julius Randle got hot, says John Car- Giancarlo DeLeo. Uh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked by the Knicks. And I mean, I guess I shouldn't be. Tom Thibodeau does this basically wherever he goes and then kind of flames out afterwards. But Julius Randle, in like his eighth year, he's going to make the all-NBA team. And for the Knicks, like the Knicks are the big. the Knicks always will be the bigger story than the Brooklyn Nets. But because Kevin Durant can't stay healthy, I mean, the Knicks are really the, t- the topic on uh, on everybody's uh, on everybody's mind. Uh, looks like the Smoky Grays are back, says Love, Love of Game on Periscope. Uh, let's see. Titans for Life says hot, uh, hot BLM, ice cold Derek Chauvin. So, yeah, <laughs> I like that. Uh, no, no question about that. Yeah, ice cold Derek Chauvin. Um, justifiably so. Juicebox678 says, what beach did you go to this weekend? Looked very nice on Twitter. I, who who got hot this weekend? Me. I was uh, smoking hot on the beach this weekend down in Fort Lauderdale. Very, very much enjoying myself. Uh, what, what, what heated up for me was the ability to go and take two days down at the beach before the draft begins because I need, need a little vacation, need a little beach getaway. And so I took that. Lakers, ice cold, says Craig Plank. Uh, Jack, Jack Jancic, wide receiver from Tennessee. What, nice over the shoulder grab it and nice adjust on another bomb, says Charles Hardaway. Indeed, yes. Uh, John Daniel London says, Buck, damn it. Oh, <laughs> oh you autocorrected Zach to Buck. That's okay. I mean, Harrison, I, I don't know. I don't know. Here's what I'll say, like, John, because I, 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 I want to be able to give you a definitive answer after 15 practices, but I simply can't. I, I don't see enough of them. So to me, Harrison Bailey looks competent. Competent quarterback play is all that I demand. And in fact, he looks above average, average in terms of competency level. But I don't know what the sample size of that, what we saw on Saturday is, as opposed to what is actually so. Um, what's going on in the practices, what's going on in the meeting rooms. I, I'm simply not, you know, I'm not in, in, it's different from like the Titan stuff, right? The Titan stuff, I know what's going on, or I know more about what's going on in the facility because I cover them every day. Uh, Tennessee, I don't have that information for you. So, um, all, all, all I'll say to you is on, on Saturday, Harrison Bailey looked real nice, uh, dropping dimes. He will start book. It says Charles Hardaway. Could Waddle go wide receiver one in the NFL draft? I don't think that's going to happen, but we'll see. We don't know. Uh, Charles Hardaway says with hype, he's going to be great. I hope so. I, I hope to watch exciting football for the Vols this week, but who is hot is Usman, man. This, this UFC 61 title fight. DraftKings Sportsbook tried to get you guys in on the action. I hope you did, because if you did and you bet on Usman, you were making money, and you do it, you did it in spectacular fashion, because this man, Jorge Masvidal, put some evil on his name, put some evil, evil on the power that he brings with his punches. And what happened? Jorge Masvidal got knocked the F out. He hits not hard at all. He's one of the softest hitters I've ever been in front of. Period. Squeeze that hook. Yeah. God didn't bless him with that manliness, you know, where he could hurt another man with his fist. And it must suck to, to live that life. And the ball to Superlative. Oh! 
I'm going to run that back one more time for the people in the back because that's Jorge Masvidal talking smack about the power that Usman has typically behind his punches. Uh, he said it must suck to live life that way. And then what happened? Just absolute knockout, cold-blooded killer stuff. Jorge Masvidal went down in a heap. He hits not hard at all. He's one of the softest hitters I've ever been in front of, period. Squeeze that hook. Yeah. God didn't bless him with that manliness, you know, where he could hurt another man with his fist. And it must suck to, to live that life. And the ball to Superlative. <laughs> Charles Hardaway says, oh, marshmallow jaw looking ass. I mean, he went down, down so spectacularly. That's why you love the fight game, because you love you love the trash talk. And then when somebody talks a little too much trash and gets humbled in the octagon, you know, people really gravitate towards that. And I have my own feelings about Jorge Masvidal, but uh, for, for another day. We'll save that for another day. Uh, Usman, hot, 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 hot after a massive victory in the UFC 261 title fight over the weekend. Herb Dean took his time calling it, says Evan C. White. I mean, listen, Masvidal's good business.